0: Hi, I'm LaShawn Davis and welcome to The HR Plug. I am the founder and CEO of this HR consulting firm. And let me just tell you a little bit about what we do and who we are. The HR Plug serves people who are looking to thrive at work. If work is feeling cumbersome for you, then we are your solution and you need to plug into us. If you're a leader and you're leading people and you're just not relating to them properly or you're struggling with how to do it in a way that's not so much burdensome, then you need to plug into us. We're for corporations who are experiencing dysfunction and just don't know where to begin or you're having third-party interference or someone that's coming and taking the loyalty away from your employees, then you want to plug into us. We are for anyone who wants to do well in what they do and we help you do that when you plug into us because we can plug into your potential and so I'm looking forward to you connecting with me I look forward to you plugging in and understanding what your full potential is so that you your company or your team can thrive Sean Davis. I am the CEO and founder of The HR Plug. We are an HR consulting firm whose sole purpose is to offer genuine help and solutions for businesses and employees and entrepreneurs. And one of the problems that we've discovered is that HR professionals are tired from COVID and the social injustices and all the things that are happening in the workplace today they are tired and so our solution to that is the unplug experience 2022. the unplug experience is an opportunity for hr professionals who are burnt out who need a community of other hr professionals to come together with to find solutions and work together to tackle all that's coming in the workplace today like the great resignation and the great reshuffle and people firing and hiring those ever-evolving cycles it is now time to take care of the people who take care of the people. And that's what the Unplugged Conference is all about. It's taking place in Atlanta, Georgia on March the 30th through April the 1st. It is a three-day hybrid experience, two days in person and one day virtual. It's a time where you will get three things. Number one, an opportunity to unplug an opportunity to disconnect from the workplace and really refuel to get re-energized and re-engaged in what it means to be an HR professional today. It's an opportunity for you to disconnect so that you can rest and really take a step back to refuel yourself because there's no way to be an impact for an organization if you yourself are unable to be impactful because you're tired. Number two, there are going to be training and development opportunities where we're going to have industry leaders available to talk to us about how to rest, how to establish boundaries, how to be influential with your leadership to help them understand what it means to take care of employees in the future of work. There's going to be opportunities to take wellness seriously so that you can get a holistic perspective of how to balance your health with work. And finally, it's going to be an opportunity to be pampered. We are going to take care of you because HR professionals have been taking care of the people for so long and now it's time for someone to take care of them. So if you know an HR professional, if you are an HR professional and you want to understand more about what this Unplug experience is all about, visit the website, Unplug Conference, It will give you information, it'll give you opportunities to sign up. We have even established to have on-site lodging where you can stay right at the venue and have every need catered to for this event. There's also opportunities to sponsor if you're unable to make it, but you want to support an HR professional who you know needs this. Unplug. There's nothing else like it. Unplugconference.com will give you all the information and I hope to see you there. Hello, hello, hello and happy Wednesday, everybody. So excited to join you guys for another episode of Let's Get Plugged. I am LaShawn Davis, the founder and CEO of the HR Plug. And what we do here is we are a supportive resource for employees, employers, leaders, individual, anybody that is tackling with HR issues at work. Our goal is to help support you, get the answers that you need, provide you the tools or resources that you need to thrive at work. And so we are coming in on episode four. I can't believe it's already been four episodes of you guys rocking with me here um, on Let's Get Plugged, but I am excited to be here and and hang out with you guys tonight. So if you are watching, let me know you're here and and say hello. We got a lot of people in the room. Um, Brandon Nelson is here. Hey, Brandon, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And then we have Samurai in the house. Yes, it is definitely going to be. Fire. We got JP. We are, listen, we're going. We are going. And look, I see all of our guest crew up in here. I already told her beforehand. I said, I know Five Finance Family is going to come through tonight. And y'all really did. So, welcome to everybody from the Five Finance Family. Um, we have, you know, so many people here today. Just excited to hear what is going on. Tracy, hi, how are you? Thank you for joining. And so what we're going to be talking about tonight, as you guys have seen likely in the advertising and marketing, is W-4 tax forms and all things taxes for you as an employee in the workplace. So I got some some questions about, well... W-4, W-2, I'm not, what are we talking about? So to break it down, the W-4 is the form everybody fills out in new hire orientation. So when you're doing that new hire paperwork, you have a W-4 form, it's a federal form. You also likely have a state form if you pay state taxes. So we're not talking about the state taxes, we're talking about federal taxes that everybody has to pay. And I've been getting questions about this because, This year, a new W-4 form dropped and, you know, people may have been accustomed to putting a number of dependents, for example, four dependents, right? Because you maybe have four kids and you don't want all of the money that you have to pay in taxes to come out of your check before you file it. So you'll claim those dependents on this W-4 form and it lets your employer know how much money to take out of your check. Well, on the 2022 form, that option is no longer there. And people are asking, well, how can I make sure my check is right? I don't know because I am not an accountant. I am not a numbers person, nor am I math, but our guest tonight is. So we're going to be talking about taxes. We're going to be talking about, you know, um, your W-4 forms that you fill out to making sure that you don't end up owing the IRS money when when you file your taxes at the end of the year. So... That's um, what we're going to be talking about tonight. And so our guest is Samara Andrew. She is the founder and the CEO of FI Finance, you guys. And this is tax season. Y'all know it's tax season. So the fact that she took time out of her day to even come and spend some time with us to educate us on this thing so that we do get it right. Because I'm a firm believer in the reason why we fail a lot of times is because we don't have access or we don't have knowledge. And that's one of the solutions that the HR Plug platform solves it resolves it helps get you guys the access and it helps get you guys the knowledge so samara will be out here in a moment hi Casey how are you thank you for joining the show I see people I mean everybody are I'm ready hi Gloria well we are ready for you too um, Wayne Andrew says what's up five family what's up I, I see you said hi to me too hi Wayne how are you I see you are a Buccaneers fan I hope you're not too distraught about the loss on Sunday but um, glad that you are here with us this evening we are so excited to get started but before we do let me just share with you guys um, a few quick announcements first is you guys saw the video about the unplugged conference. You guys, this is coming up rather quickly. Uh, it's going to be in March and it's so necessary because the state of the HR industry is on the brink of destruction when you hear how tired HR professionals are. So this is a solution. It's an opportunity for HR professionals to really unplug and connect and get refueled with information that's going to help them be more impactful in the workplace. So employers, if you're watching this, tell your HR team thank you by sending them to this conference. Because HR works a thankless job. And a lot of times we are depended upon to be everything for everyone, but who is there for HR, right? And that's what this conference is about. So you'll find as we head into late February and March, we're going to be spending a lot of time to educate um, folks about what HR is, what it is that we do in this industry, how we support businesses but as we lead our way up into this conference, but the bottom line to remember is that HR professionals are tired and we need to do what we can to alleviate the burden from them that we're facing with everything that's happening in our society and our workforce today. So whatever you can do to support this conference, I encourage you support the conference um, and, and let all of your HR folks know that it's going to be a resource for you there. Also coming up, Black Successful Creators is going to have a, um, a series for Black History Month called Black Successful Creators, and this is Content Creator University with JP High Tech. JP is a mastermind when it comes to branding. He can brand you, your company, your business, your image, your profession, and what he's doing is he's taking the month of February, Black History Month, and he's going to be highlighting some Black successful creators. This is going to be a series that is going to be so inspirational for you because it's going to allow you to hear the stories of people just like you and I that are striving to be successful in a world, especially that sometimes can be challenging as a Black person or as a person of color. So this is going to be an excellent series and I'm honored to be a part of this and speaking on at this event on February the 15th. I'll be talking about what it takes to step out in faith. And for all of you who know me knows that I am definitely a woman of faith and I wouldn't be able to do what I do now that I've been called to do had it not been for the level of faith that's required to be consistent in what what you do. And so I'll be talking about that. So hopefully you guys can join me for that and hear my story that I haven't even been able to share with a lot of you um, personally myself. So I'm very, very excited about that. Also, we also launched the Let's Get Plugged podcast on audio version. So this is on anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast episodes. We are there. So if you've missed the first three episodes, go catch up on your drive to work or when you're sitting at home, um, you know, working remotely, just dial it, you know, go to any podcast uh, platform that you listen to and check it out. I I think that the feedback that we have has been great. And um, you'll learn something, as I said, as a resource that we're here for you guys. So I am truly excited that we are expanding and it wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. And so I want to share with you guys that we have a sponsor, The Labor Pros, that approached us to be sponsors on this show. So um, they are a consulting agency that works with employers to help making sure that they're crafting and cultivating workplaces that allow employees to thrive, feel valued, and respected. So if you're an employer out there and you want to make sure that your business is doing what you expect it to do, that that the actions are aligning with your morals and your values and your vision statements, this is a company that you can contact and they can help assess your culture. They can talk to your employees and tell you how they're feeling when sometimes they don't feel comfortable doing so themselves. So the labor pros were honored to have them as a sponsor. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of this platform of this podcast, definitely make sure you reach out and contact us because we would love to be able to support your business. And if it's a good match for who we are, what we do, and who we serve, definitely let's explore that together. And uh, this is the website here that you're able to book a free consultation to talk about that sponsorship. Or if you yourself are watching and you know that you have some HR challenges that you're looking to tackle. Or needing some support in tackling, book your free consultation. It's a conversation that you'll have with me or a member of our HR Plug team. And they'll walk through what your individual situation is and help you strategize solutions to resolving them. So 30 minutes, go ahead. The website is www.thehrplug.com. You'll see at the top, it says contact us. Then you'll see it says uh, book a free consultation and go ahead and fill out the form. And then you can select your dates. So those are our announcements and so excited to bring you guys and present to you guys Samara. So I've known Samara for about three years now. She is who I go to for all things numbers or finance. The best I can do is probably two plus two and tell you that it's four. Anything outside of that, I have to ask Samara. She is the subject matter expert in all things number, whether it's the taxing, uh, taxes or accounting for your small business she is your plug for that. She is your accountant plug. If it is for your personal taxes, she can support you with that as well. If you have a tax question and you want to know about tax credits or anything that's out there because the laws are definitely changing. We're going to talk about that as well. She can help you with that as well. She is the owner of Five Finance, and we're going to talk about how you can connect with her later, but I am going to go ahead and bring her out now. And so we have Samara here with us tonight. Hi, Samara. How are you?
1: I'm great. Can you hear me okay? Can everybody hear me okay? Let's get some uh, microphones in the comments, some thumbs up.
0: Hey, can we hear you? Can (laughs) y'all let us know that if you can hear us all right?
1: All right. Hey so in guys. case they don't in case they don't know, LaShawn, um, uh, Five Finance Family, if you're out there and guess what, y'all are all honorary Five Finance families for tonight. <laughs> Um, I like to be very engaging. Hello, Renata. How are you? I like to be very engaging. So I may ask questions. I may ask y'all to uh, interact. We want to make sure that everybody is uh, alive, right? Uh, We know that this is Wednesday night, uh, but we definitely want you to be engaged. And we have a lot of your information to share. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, LaShawn. But just wanted to set the tone for your people in case they didn't know.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that so excited that you're here with us tonight Samara really seriously I mean and they're excited too over here in the chat so you got people saying hi they can hear you so we are uh, definitely good to go Um, and uh, Samara first do you want to give your own introduction let us know who you are and uh, how you got here today
1: yeah so um i am smart andrews founder and ceo of five finance we are a virtual based accounting firm Um, although i reside in the atlanta georgia area we actually service people all across these connected united states Um, so we have uh, clients on the west coast and then we have clients on the east coast and some in between Um, Because we are a virtual based firm, we are able to do that right with ease. Um, And I just started doing this full time uh, in July. In July, I actually was able to fire my boss um, and able to scale my business to what it is now. And we're still growing. There's still much for us to do. Um, A little bit about my uh, background is I have over 17 years of experience in corporate accounting. And so I've done everything from um, AR to AP to a general accounting. I won't bore y'all, but just know your girl has skills, right? Um, and then I also started doing tax prep when I was like 16. My dad had me do my own taxes because that's when I got my first job. And so my dad kind of taught me the ropes in that area. Um, and then over the years, you know, those have progressed um, and I learn more, um, have my MBA in finance. Um, and so I try to, education is a big uh, thing for me. And it's something that um, this is why I kind of founded Five Finance, it's because of the educational aspect. Um, the whole purpose of Five Finance is to bring to the small uh, business owners, the entrepreneurs, the same tactics and strategies that these larger businesses are using, right? Um, Like you mentioned, LaShawn, it's because we don't have access, we don't know. And so that's what I'm trying to do, one business owner at a time, is I'm trying to educate and elevate. (laughs) So (laughs) that's what we're all about at Five Finance. Um, If you watch this show on, Tuesdays or Flip It Tuesdays, then you will definitely get that same vibe.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, Flip It Tuesdays, we're going to talk about that too. Look, Samurai says, don't worry, we have questions. So they are uh, <laughs> definitely uh ready for you. I see Fagan Auto Spa. Hi, how are you? That's my cousin, y'all. Hey uh, plugging in Fagan auto Auto spots. If you're up in Virginia and you need your car detailed, that is the, the, the plug right there. Um, so Samara, so let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about this W4 form and, um, you know, and, and break this down for everybody.
1: Yeah, so um, the W-4 form actually changed. I want to say it was 2020 when it first came on my radar. Um, that's when I had clients reaching out to me saying, I need you to explain this to me <laughs> because um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it gets really complicated for clients that have um, two two uh, jobs, right? So if you are somebody who is a two-wage earner, um then it could get even more complicated and so um definitely they it's almost like they just sprung this on us i don't remember anything coming out saying we will maybe announcing changes i don't even think that they rolled it out to like hr professionals i don't feel like y'all were aware i just feel like one day y'all came into the office and you were like wait a minute what (laughs) it's
0: a new form
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) And so of course, because you are like the first uh, you know, person that is going to be um, onboarding these new employees, they're gonna ask you, right? Mm-hmm. But um, being that you don't necessarily have an accounting background, there may be some questions that you are just not sure of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do believe that there could have been <laughs> another way to roll this out, um, but it definitely looks drastically different From what we were all accustomed to in 2019 so i will say this if you haven't been a a new employee in the recent years you might want to reconsider staying put until no i'm just (laughs) i'm scared the people not (laughs) right (laughs) it's not that bad Mm -hmm. but we'll definitely get into it um lashawn's definitely going to present some things and i'm going to do my best to walk you through um, the best way to complete this form because I know you're gonna have a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> yes, because you know the biggest factor that it came up from one of our viewers was the dependence piece where I put mm-hmm. a number And that number determined how much money was taken out my check. Well, that number is not there anymore. So Mm -hmm. um, the question is, Samara, so we have this new form, right? What if I've been at my Mm -hmm. company before the new form dropped? Should I complete a new form or does it depend on my specific circumstance?
1: So, no, you can definitely continue to work at your company uh, with that form that you had way back when. Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't change mine and the taxes were still being withheld at a rate that was reasonable. And I know it was reasonable because when I did my tax return, I didn't have a huge tax bill, does that make sense? That's Mm -hmm. how you know that you're at the sweet spot, right? You also don't want a huge refund if it's not from refundable credits and I'll get into what that is. Um, But if you get a huge refund back, then the notion is you probably paid in too much, right? Um, So that's how I get more
0: money. I shouldn't be uh, using my W-4 to get a bigger check. That's not what we do.
1: Uh no, I'm oh. not about that life. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if if that's the life that you're about, hey, to each his own. But I need all of my coins. Um, After. when is Friday? Okay. Right. I need all of them. And so um, yeah, definitely you need to look at it from that aspect. You want to make sure that you just find that sweet spot. Um, and so the new form actually was designed to be more simple. I will say that. Um, it takes a lot of uh how can i say it it takes a lot of wiggle room out of it because let's just be honest okay um i know for me personally whenever it was bonus time okay i would go in and honey i'm adjusting all of those dependents <laughs> right. because i want my maximum amount for my bonus right mm-hmm. and so with the new form you can't do that right mm-hmm. like there's no way to make those adjustments in those dependents and it's largely due to how the um new tax form was rolled out It's directly connected. So in 2018, when they did a new overhaul on the taxes, um, you notice that they got rid of some things also, you used to be able to put in you multiply the number of dependents by a certain dollar value. Can you do that anymore? No. And so the new form had to align with the new tax laws. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it it rolled out. Um, They gave us two years. Um, because the new tax laws rolled out, I want to say in 2018 is when I saw like this big adjustment in the um, standard deduction. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Damn. And then uh, in 2020 is when I saw this new W form roll out. And then I was connecting the dots and I was like, makes sense. Knew they were going to do it.
0: <laughs> wow. So what I so the, the important takeaways I'm hearing you say, you know, for the people who are like me, not very accountant or, or oriented, but um, so number one, the W-4 form is not what I should be using uh, to, to to bring home a, a larger paycheck by playing with my dependents. Um, no. I should be striving to have little little uh, balance, right? Either come out clean, whereas when I file my taxes, I don't owe and I don't get, or It's just a little over or a little under. But if there is a large tax return you get at the end of the year based on what you have on your W-4 form, that could be a problem. And so you may want to look at adjusting that. Um, I 100% agree. Yeah, because when you think
1: about, okay, let's think about inflation, right? Um, Inflation is a natural occurrence. So the value of a dollar today may not be the value of a dollar tomorrow. Right. And so, you know that the dollar is valued at a dollar today, but tomorrow it may be 80 cents. So where do you want to get your money? You want to get it where you know it's certain, where you can get the most bang for your buck, not when inflation occurs next year. And now when you get your refund, the value of the dollar is not the same. Right. Mm. And so that's how I look at it. (laughs) Like I rather. I rather all my coins today, mm-hmm. where I know that the value is going to buy X, Y, and Z. Because tomorrow, when I try to get those same coins, mm-hmm. the value of that dollar may not be able to buy X, Y, and Z. And we all see it: groceries has gone up, gas prices has gone up, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the value of your dollar today is worth a lot more wow, than it probably so will be in the future. Of
0: it. Never thought of mm-hmm. it that way. So for you all mm-hmm. listening, let me break down what you what she just said. <laughs> You want to get all of your paycheck now. Don't right. be trying to maneuver things to get a larger paycheck or a short, a smaller paycheck so that you can get more in your refund. Mm-hmm. Because in a year from now, when you're filing your 2022 taxes, what it costs today for a gallon of milk is going to be much higher. So you won't have the same bang for your buck. So you might as well right. get your money now while it's valued at what what it's valued at and you can buy what you need to buy as opposed to trying to hold out to get a larger refund because yes, right. you don't know what the value of your dollar is going to be. Okay. That's right. And I see people do it all the time. They you mm-hmm. they, they fiddle with that dependence so that my check can be just right for either my bonus or my check could be just right, right, you know, for my pay. I like I just I'll go off here so I can get a bigger refund at the end. Like that's not the goal. And we got to really be mindful of that because you can mess yourself up for real with some taxes and you'll be calling Samara for real. So take this (laughs) advice now and do do what the W form was intended for, just to making sure you're paying the appropriate amount of taxes at the right time. And uh, at the end of the year, you're not in a defense. So let's take a look at the W form. Ready to hop into it? yeah let's get it all right so
1: all right so this is the w4 form that we were all accustomed to seeing. right you got your name right there you got your address and then you can barely see it on this screen but you do have the option um to do your dependence i think it might be on the next screen Um, So there's even a box to check your filing status, right? So your filing status that you see here, you can barely see it on here, but there was a filing status of singled, uh, married, filing separate, married, filing um, jointly, and that was it, right? Now, um, that has changed also. So the things that we were accustomed to seeing are personal information, the instructions on how to fill out the form, your filing status, your allowances, your employer's information, looks a little different on the new form. So let's uh, go to the next screen, please LaShawn. So, um, oh, Yep, there we go. So this was your allowance worksheet. This is what LaShawn was talking about, right? So there used to be a, an option where, you know, you could put a one <laughs> next to every question that pertained to you. And that's how you were able to add up all of those ones, right, in order to claim your ideal uh, deduction, right? And now this was like this because if you remember the old tax return forms, It was the same thing. You had your filing status at the top of your old tax return forms. And then on the second page, you had the option to multiply your number of dependents by a dollar value. I believe it was like $2,600. And so when that went away, they had to make sure that the W-4 form correlated with the changes that were done on the tax form. So it was only a matter of time that they updated it so that everything told the same story, right? So just like we no longer have the option to um, reduce our taxable income by the number of dependents, by multiplying the number of dependents by dollar value, you no longer have that option on the W form as well. So this is the old form, this is what everybody was used to, right? Um, This is how we, you know, would play with some numbers. (laughs) So so that we got as much back from um, uh, for our tax return at the end of the year as possible, but definitely you do not have those same um, options anymore on the new form. So we can go to the next slide, LaShawn. Okay, um, also on the W-4 form, right? There was a portion for a two wage earner, okay? And so like I said, this can get a little more complicated on the new form as well. So. The two wage earner um, would allow you to do like a worksheet if you will. So it would ask you a series of questions. um, And this was to determine how much extra taxes you should be withholding. Because you gotta understand when you are filling out a W-4 form, um, it's based on one job. Now, what I usually tell my clients is the most accurate way to make sure that your taxes are being withheld if you are somebody who works two jobs, I would physically have both jobs stand alone. So what does that mean, Samara? Do a W-4 for your part-time job and a W-4 for your full-time job and just let them stand alone. And if you uh, claim the same filing status on both, then you should not have a problem at all. Okay, I think people get in trouble when they figure, okay, well, I'm claiming single on my full time job. So maybe on my part time job, I'll just claim married because I don't want them to take out as much taxes. And that could possibly come back to bite you in the butt. So as long as you claim what is your true filing status on both W-4 forms, you should be in a good place because that is what I advise clients to do.
0: So real quick, Samara, I know we have uh, some questions. So first, let me just make sure I understand clearly what you're saying so that when I'm asked, I can explain it. Um, if I have two jobs, I need to ensure mm-hmm. that I am completing a W-4 for each of those jobs. and putting the same information on each of those forms. If I put married Correct. on one, I need to put married on the other one, right? If I put head of household on one, right. I need to put head of household. So it has to be the exact same. And so right. um, trying to manipulate the form by changing your filing status to, I don't want that much taken out of this, so I'm gonna put single or I'm a, I don't want no more, you know, mm-hmm. you can't do that. That's, that's going to get you in trouble. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I think that's a great call from a huge change um, from from what we've seen in the past. And so we have a question. Did the IRS just update this form?
1: No. So this form, this form was updated back in 2020. Um, If you have been out of the work game for a minute or if you haven't moved around like you would not have known, but it, it definitely was not this year. Um, I definitely uh, know that I've had uh, strategy calls around this form. Okay. Like I literally (laughs) had to dedicate some time to walk a client through on how they need to fill out this form. Um, and that was, like I said, back in 2020 is when I first noticed the change. Um, so I don't know if they rolled it out prior to then, but that's definitely when I first noticed the change of the form. So no, it's not brand new. It's been around for a while, but again, if you haven't um, been a new employee anywhere um, or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you've been an entrepreneur for a while, you just would not have known. Yeah, JP said he's been working for himself for a minute now, right? So it would not be on your radar. Um, But yeah, this form definitely uh, had a lot of people asking a lot of questions when they made those changes. So um, so again, this is the old form. This is what we're used to. And then um, now we're going to get in talking about the new form. Oh, I think there's a tax table. Let's see, I don't know, LaShawn, can you go to the next slide? That's the next slide. Oh, can you go to the next slide? You don't have it, there we go. All right, so this is the new form, okay? Um, So this is as of 2022, because I went and I just pulled uh, what was out there now. But like I said, this form has been this way since 2020, okay? Um, And so this is how it looks now. Um, so I did, uh, I circled, um, some of the changes, right. And I want, I know you guys, I don't know if you could see this really well, but there is an arrow that is pointing at the filing status. So what's new, right? The look is new. Definitely. Okay. First of all, where are my instructions at the top to tell me how to fill this out? (laughs) Okay. I have so many questions. Um, so definitely the look is new. Um, they also updated the filing status, right? So now they have single, they have a single is also the same as married filing separate in case you didn't know. Um, Then they have married filing jointly, right? Um, And then they have head of household, which is something new. They did not have that on the old form, okay? Um, And the reason why you may ask is because on the old form, You could file uh, on your tax return. You could file head of household. But guess what? Your dependents, right, were something that you would calculate separately in order for you to file head of household. You have to have dependents. So it wasn't a big deal on the old form because of how the tax return was set up. Right. So now, when they took away that option for dependents, they had to give you a little bit of a bump than what you would get as somebody just filing single, right? Because head of household means you have dependents. So the filing status definitely changed too. Um, and then um, go back to the last screen, LaShawn, for me, please. The previous screen. Okay. Um, and so then there is also no option to calculate my dependents, like LaShawn said how can i see uh how many dependents i'm supposed to claim Wh- where where or oh, where okay um so that was the one thing that like threw a lot of people off they were like wait a minute i don't think i'm going to get all my money um but what they did was instead of having you add up numbers they said hey for every dependent you have i want you to multiply it times a dollar value that they give you in here Okay, and so that's how you can make sure that you're withholding enough for all of your dependents as well, okay? Um, And so the form definitely looks a little different. Um, I should say a lot different, Uh, but notice that those were the major changes. That filing status was updated, right? There was no option to calculate the number of dependents, but they do give you an option now In order for you to claim those dependents with a dollar value not a number but a dollar value now okay Um, so we can go to the next slide LaShawn Um, and then uh, there you see right here there is also an option for you to do your adjustments um, your deductions all of that in one area it used to be that your adjustments and deductions were also a part of the form on the old form um, that was like rounding with your dependence, right? So that's how you would determine like adjustments as well. But now they have it isolated out so that you can uh, you know, account for those adjustments and you can account for those deductions. And so you might say, well, Samara, what would that be? So for my two wage earners, right? Let's say that you want to um, withhold a little bit more because you feel like, oh, maybe I didn't do enough, right? Um, Then you definitely can make that adjustment to withhold more. Um, Let's say that you feel like, hey, you know what? I know um, that I should be getting some more deductions. You can definitely put in a dollar amount. Right. To reduce your taxable income. So you can say, hey, no, uh -uh, I don't want you to take out that much. So I'm going to add this little deduction in here, too. Right. Um, And then what is really important here is on the old form. There used to be a box that you could check that says I want to be tax exempt. I don't want any taxes taken out. Guess what? They don't have that box anymore. And this is how I think the IRS. They're so slick with it. And this is where, if you don't know, you you just don't know. So you can still claim exemption. You can still say, "I want all of my money. I want to be exempt from taking taxes." But you have to put it at the bottom of 4C, right where I have it on the screen. You literally have to type "exempt." And a lot of people were not aware of that, so they just said, "Oh, I just don't have that option anymore." Right? If you change jobs. So again, you know the form looks new, but definitely sit down with a professional if you have questions, so somebody can help you navigate through this form because it definitely does have a lot of changes in it. Um, and so then moving on to the next screen, Lashawn. So this is the tax table too. So the tax table you can see even looks more convoluted, like. They really uh, made it so that either you're going to have to seek guidance (laughs) or you are going to just have to do the bare um, minimum and just trust them and check that box saying, I'm married, filing jointly, and just keep it moving, honey. And whatever they take out, they take out. Um, I feel like they did it this way, again, to deter people from doing what they were doing before, like you mentioned LaShawn, maximizing those dependents so that they can have the minimal amount of taxes withheld. Like this was was the IRS's way of saying, we are no longer going to allow you to get over on us. We want our money now, okay? Just like you want your money now because we know you understand inflation. We want our money now because we understand inflation too, it's the government. And so this tax table itself even is convoluted, right? And so if you are a two-way uh, wage earner, there is a column to the left that says, okay, um, if you make this amount and then there's a column, there's a, um, some, sorry, there's a not a column, but a row up top that says, okay, if my spouse makes this amount, um, then we meet in the middle. So whatever the intersection is, like that's the additional amount. That I should be having withheld from my taxes to ensure that I'm paying into the tax system appropriately right again convoluted not as simple as it was on the other form where you can literally just look at your wage and scroll on over and say oh that's the tax okay so again they made it um, like this so that it would deter people yep thank you LaShawn for blowing that up yeah they made it like this so that it would definitely deter people from trying to utilize these forms um, to make adjustments so that they can maximize um, their money coming to them now versus paying appropriately
0: into the IRS. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Listen, that last uh, screen gave me a headache, so I'm glad we were able to take that off. Um, (laughs) We do have um, a question, but that was a good breakdown of understanding the difference And it's so crazy because just like, you know, we try to get all of our money now, like you said, or like, I'll just pay y'all back later. It's like a loan, right? I'm going to get all my money now. And if I owe, I just owe. The IRS done caught on. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we want all our money now. And if if we owe you, we'll pay you. So this form isn't very uh, generous for your financial needs. Okay. As it has been in the past. So you want to make sure you're, you're completing it correctly. Do not rely on the HR person doing your orientation to tell you how to fill this form out. I'm telling you right now, they don't, they don't know. They don't, they don't know. We don't know how to fill this. So don't, don't come asking the person, can right. you help me fill out? Number one, you don't want them in your business. And and number two, you don't right. want your employer to necessarily know you have a second job. You don't need them right. to know that you have um, additional income or that you're working anywhere else because then they'll find reasons to say why you're distracted. Oh, it's because of that second job, isn't it? Or, oh, you're not really committed here. So, you know, so you don't want to divulge that to them. So they're not going to be the person you would um, approach with questions about this. So make sure you hold on to this podcast. And when you um, start (laughs) your new job, fill out that form, pull this up and, uh, we let it, let it guide you. Um, but we right. do have a question tomorrow from, uh, Casey here. Um, would you suggest to mirror the withholdings, uh, you know, for both spouses, if your spouse is filling out their W4 for their work, you for yours, should they be the same?
1: right so the way that the irs has it set up now is you have no choice to be honest Mm -hmm. you saw the form so if you're married filing jointly guess what option you're going to choose married filing jointly and so there is no option now where your spouse can claim two dependents and you can only claim one that's not an option unless you say hey i'm married filing separate and then you're Spouses says marry filing jointly, you can do that too. Um, But I would say, try to mirror whatever your spouse did and that should get you to the sweet spot. Um, I also have a tool that I give to all of my tax clients um, and it's an estimated tax withholding tool that also helps you make sure that you get to that sweet spot. Um, Because the form was so convoluted, And um, people just didn't know how to fill it out properly. I got frustrated with like (laughs) trying to walk people through this. I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a tool. And then the next person that comes along, I'm going to give them this tool. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, that's what I've been doing because, yeah, the resources, even on the IRS, because the IRS has a tool, believe it or not. Um, but even if you go to them as a resource, resource, um, that's even convoluted. Um, it's, it's not a user-friendly tool. I think they make it so difficult for no reason. Um, but to answer your question, Casey, yes. I would have uh, you mirror exactly what your spouse's mirror or vice versa, right? So if you are uh, claiming married filing jointly and your spouse can claim married filing jointly too, especially if your wages are about the same. Now, I will say this is a caveat. Casey, if your wage um, is a lot higher than your spouse's wage, you may wanna consider checking the box of married filing single. Because your wage is going to push both of you into a higher tax bracket, okay? So it's going to be expected for you to pay in more, all right? So that's my one caveat. But if your wages are about the same, right? Should not be a problem. But when there is an unbalance in the wage, I would definitely say the person with the higher wage needs to pay in
0: a little bit more. That's good. That's good. We got Samurai. Um, can I just come to Five Finance to fill it out? Uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people gonna be like that after this. Because <laughs> look, I, I, you know, that's why we were we were trying to make this as clean and as clear as possible. So, Samurai, I would say this is tax season, and I am certain that Samara is quite busy. So if you're waiting on her to help guide you completing your W-4, it will delay your pay. You won't get paid <laughs> while you're waiting. So I would suggest, you know, you um we'll talk about how you can get in, in touch with her, but you could probably send her an yeah. email, ask a quick question or anything like that. If you if you sincerely need guidance here, because we do want to make sure that you guys um, absolutely you know uh, get what you need. And so another question out here uh, is there a technical reason why this was made so complicated? I think it's just because it's the IRS. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. I,
1: I just said it like, honestly, um, I think that they went this route is because they are trying to deter people from doing what they were doing before. Um, a lot of people, again, JP, inflation is a natural occurrence. The government understands this. The dollar that they can get from you today is worth more than the dollar that they can get to you, get from you in April. Okay. So they rather get their money now. <laughs> they want their money now. Right. Um, I know y'all know like our debt, our national debt in the trillions. Right. So we, they need you to keep, continue to pay in to the system constantly to try to help out with that debt. They got bills to pay, honey. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so they want all of their money now. <laughs> That is a good point. Like they gotta get creative. Y'all haven't been paying these student loan payments, you know. Right. They gonna they get a little creative, uh, you right. know, over here. Uh, so they're gonna find a way to get their money. And I know, just know that the IRS is not something an entity that you want to. Uh, mm-hmm. Mess with so you know definitely get all of your answers question uh, all of your questions answered um, and then somewhere I asked if I make a mistake on filling out the form you can always I can I know this answer you can always go and complete another W four form because sometimes life circumstances happen things change you might get divorced you might have another you know child or or what have you so. You can always go and, and complete a new W-4 form. If you don't even remember what's on your W-4 form because you got hired over 10 years ago, let's say, and maybe you've had kids or you've had lifestyle changes, you can update your form for sure. You can mm-hmm. definitely update your form. If you're one of those people um, that maybe use the form to get a little bit higher paycheck because you were okay with paying a little bit more at tax time or vice versa. You can still go and update your form. You just want to make sure you get it right because they're going to do what they can to make sure they get their money. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, so the uh, other question that came in, uh, Samara, just really briefly if we can touch on this because I know we have a lot of people working remote doing remote work. And there's this assumption out there or a rumor, I'm not sure what you want to call it, that if I work from home, that I can get tax credits where I can uh, file for those because I'm working from home or I'm working remotely. Can you expound on that? Is there a tax credit for that? Or should I be using whatever they're talking about? Because, you know, I don't know, uh, to file some tax credits for those types of expenses?
1: Let me tell you, Google will get so many people in trouble. I wanna say, y'all can Google your way out of an audit now. So what <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Yes, there is a tax credit out there for people who are operating a business outside of their home, like within their home, okay? There is a tax credit out there for you. Um, and there used to be a tax credit out there For employees who were working remote, there used to be. When they did this big tax overhaul, um, 2017, 2018, um, a lot of changes were made. I don't know if y'all remember, but since I am a tax person, I've been doing it for a while. I remember back in the day where you used to be able to take employee deductions. You used to be able to take a deduction if you moved for a job. You used to be able to take a deduction for that If it was over a certain mileage You used to be able to take a deduction um, If you went on a business trip for a job And they didn't reimburse you for everything You used to be able to take a deduction for that Um, If you had to set up your own Buy your own computer, right? Run your own electricity at your home For your employer You used to be able to take a credit for that when they did this whole tax overhaul and it was um i think it was the job hard tax job cuts act i can't remember the exact term but it was around 2017 2018 they took away a lot of those deductions so now guess what if you want to uh write off anything that uh any um money that you didn't get reimbursed for from your employer you can't do it the only people that can do it are teachers and military. That's it. Now, if you work from home, guess what? You just work from home. I suggest you discuss with your employer, hey, can I get a little bump or something for my electricity bill or for my internet bill? (laughs) Something. Because you can no longer take that tax credit, right? Um, And so same thing if you move, guess what? Yeah, they don't give you that option anymore. Only for military. So a lot of things they cut out um when they did this whole tax overhaul um because you know what a lot of people were probably utilizing it and what did I say the IRS wants their money they were like uh-uh man y'all y'all doing too much y'all get too much uh-uh. <laughs> so listen that's when my strategic hat went off. right I said oh oh that's the game y'all want to play I got you got you so now in order for you to take those credits literally becoming a business owner like opens the door to so many other credits now right so now guess what if you're a business owner and you use your car you can deduct that if you're a business owner and you're using your home you can deduct that if you're you see what I'm saying so now all of those things that were taken away from you Now you can deduct those things now, but you have to be a business owner in most cases.
0: Wow. So listen, don't let Google (laughs) get you locked up. (laughs) Right. Uh, Right. Because a lot of those uh, credits and and things that you're seeing out there is from before, before all these new changes that we're talking about tonight. So if you work from home, For an employer, there are no tax credits that you can file anymore. So be aware of that. If you have your own business, however, then you want to talk to your accountant about what options are available for you to file in those cases. But you working from home, using your electricity, having to buy a computer or whatever the case might be for an employer is not something that you can any longer uh, claim tax credits for. And Samara, you said something very key. And so here is what I would encourage any of you who work from home and this is new for you last year or because of COVID and and, and it became abruptly, go to your employer and ask Mm -hmm. them, can you offer a credit for me towards my internet service because I'm having to use the internet? or work. And I had to get a Mm -hmm. higher speed to be able to handle the capacity of the work that I'm doing from home. Can you, can you contribute to my cell phone bill? Because now all the calls that I'm making while I'm working is from my personal cell phone. And I need the company to either allow me to expense a portion of this or to cover this for me or provide me a cell phone. Can you um, can you give me an allowance so that I can purchase a desk for working from home and the supplies that I need, a printer, a keyboard, a laptop, like all of these things are are items that you need to be asking your employers to compensate you for. You should not be spending your own money to make somebody else money. That's right. Okay, I, I
1: 100% agree.
0: <laughs> so make sure that you are positioning yourself to advocate for your for your coins. The government isn't mm-hmm. going to pay for it, so neither should you. So you go to your leader and you say, "Hey, you know, I've I've kind of calculated all of this together, and how can I go about getting, you know, compensated or, you know, my money back for some of these expenses?" You're not asking for permission, you're asking for the process to get it done because you are mm-hmm. spending your money On something that's benefiting the business, it's their responsibility to provide you with the tools and resources that you need to be successful in your role. It's their obligation as your employer. So if you're finding that you're having additional expenses, now that you know you cannot file to get that money back through your taxes, go to your employer and ask them to compensate you for these expenses. And some of them, believe it or not, already have policies and plans in place. They're just not going to tell you because they're not going to give you money for free. But go research, go ask, go look at the remote policies in your work. Go look at the teleworking. It might be called teleworking. It might be called remote. But go look at what policies currently exist and see if it talks about a stipend or anything that you are able to get on a recurring monthly basis for the expenses you incur for working for the business.
1: Yep. I, I agree. And and I'm not trying to cross over into HR, but I know that there is a difference between a contractor and employee. Yes. And one of those things I believe is that your employer should be providing you with all the tools you need Absolutely. to do your job. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I just
0: want to make sure that <laughs> the you church says amen. Amen. Because listen, <laughs> hold them to that standard. It is their responsibility. Right. And because what happens is, Let's say they don't do it for you. Nope, we're not We're not going to give to your internet or we're not going to um, give to your cell phone bill and you miss a call and they try to hold you accountable to say that you're not doing what you need to do for your job. Mm-mm. They won't have a leg to say, well, you're not giving me the tools that I need to be successful in this role. That's what you say that's back right. to them, right? So it's their responsibility right. to make you successful. Now, if you need support there, that's when you consult with me because I can get, I can give you the talking points that you that's need right. to go to your employer to make to be made whole. Again, I will repeat it. It is not your responsibility to spend money to make somebody else money, okay? Right. Um So this was really, really good, Samara. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you breaking this down. I think the bottom line that everybody needs to walk away understanding tonight is don't play with the IRS. (laughs) Complete this W-4 form properly. If you have two jobs, put the same thing on each job. Don't be trying to use this as a payday loan to pay them back later at tax time. Don't do any of that stuff anymore because they are serious Mm -hmm. about their money and you should be serious about your money as well. Right. Okay. Any closing thoughts Samara? or um, before we talk about how they can get in touch with you? I know we had a question on here. Somebody asked if you offer consultations just to help with this or are there any other types of forms that you can provide tax forms that I'm assuming that you can provide assistance with?
1: yes i do offer consultations to help with this um and so usually in the consultation um, if it's not a strategy call i probably will just give you the tool that i created um, in order to help with ensuring you are withholding enough and the tool i created is intuitive enough so that it can even help out entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs that file taxes they know about that self-employment tax and they hate it and um again <laughs> you know the irs is all about their money so they're like okay you don't want to pay into the system all year round well guess what we're gonna hit you at the end of the year so you're gonna pay that 15 percent, just like everybody else right because when you think about the taxes that will be with withhold uh, withheld from your um, paycheck it's roughly 15 percent, right um that you're paying in right and then your employee your employer pays in the other 15 that's how they get that 30% when we're um uh really costing how much a true head cost so your employer pays in some and then you paying some too honey so <laughs> so the IRS is gonna get their money one way or another they're gonna get it um so I designed a tool just to help us out right like I don't like Um, being blindsided. And so that is my goal for all of my clients. I don't want them to be blindsided either. I want you to go into the end of the year expecting, right, a certain uh, refund or expecting even a certain liability because you have done your due diligence to ensure that you are withholding just enough, right? Um, So if you get a small refund, it's icing on the cake. Listen, I've had people that they got 30 dollars and they were jumping around oh thank you samaya i broke even that's all i care about (laughs) because their goal is not to overpay into the system they just want to pay enough that they know that they're right at that sweet spot right and then they don't want to pay anymore and so um that should be your goal too i hope that that's the takeaway that you all you know um get from this is definitely know the value of a dollar today is worth more than it is tomorrow so don't play that game of um you know i'm just going to do x y and z so that um i can get back this huge refund yeah don't play that game
0: go ahead now. pay your
1: yeah, get your money now pay your bills now honey do everything you need to do now um so definitely just withhold enough so that you're paying um into the system appropriately that's all because um, they will penalize you, too. I forgot to mention that. They, they started this penalty about a year ago, too.
0: It's a mess, honey. They trying everything. Just be, <laughs> look, just be honest, okay? Just, 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 right. just, just be honest and get your employer right. to give you those extra monies that you're trying to get from the IRS because... That's who generally should be paying it anyway. If you have those extra expenses that you're trying to um, get, so Samara, we are so grateful for you. So so very grateful. You guys, make sure that you you uh, you know in the comments just. Oh, just thanks, Samara, for her time, y'all. This is tax season, y'all. I don't know if y'all understand the load that Five Finance is having right now, but I I will share with you guys. Here is her website: fivefinance.com, f y e finance.com. Um, you know, go on here. If you have a question, you know, go around. Look at her. Look at her little website. She has a lot of things going on. She has a little shop where she talks to uh, you know the taxes and um, the masterclass of her her tax and the Trump effect. So make sure you really go and um, check her out. She's very knowledgeable, and uh, she she has a lot of things on here. And right up here where it says booking, if you click here, you can schedule a consultation with Samara if you want her to help you or guide you through. Any of your financial woes. And that could be uh, internally with your work or externally if you have your own job or if you have two, three, four jobs. Make sure you do it right because the IRS, as we've learned tonight, they are coming for their coins. You can also connect with Samara on Facebook. She's on um, Facebook as well under uh, Five Finance. And so just make sure that you go and connect with her there. Um, And she's also on Instagram. So she's fi underscore finance on Instagram, fi, that's F-Y-E underscore finance on Instagram. And you're also able to uh, connect with her there as well. So I am going to send Samara off. Thank you again, Samara, uh, for your time, your level of expertise. I mean, we have... (laughs) Several people out here uh just saying great information. Angelica says great show, Samara and Lashawn. Thank you so much Angelica. I appreciate your support. You. JP says thank you Samara. Gloria says You're thank welcome. you Lashawn and Samara. Great show. um uh, you. you know. Julia says yes, I'm only trying to give just enough, right? Okay, Julia. You get <laughs> right, it. right? Julia.
1: <laughs> Man, you hear Julia. Right? <laughs>
0: So, uh, you we know, Megan Auto Spa says, pretty helpful. Josette says, thank you, Samara and LaShawn. Look, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, yes. Kia, says, Kia Thomas says, thank you. So if you really enjoyed oh, what you yeah. heard <laughs> and you <laughs> want more content like this, make sure you go on YouTube, the HR plug and subscribe or Five Finance also has a YouTube that you yes. can also go and subscribe to as well. You guys show some support. You know, we are out here Trying to educate the people, right? And so the way we get encouraged and motivated (laughs) to do that is by your support, you know, by subscribing and let us know letting us know that you want to continue to see this content. So, Samara, thank you again. I'm gonna have you go backstage for a moment while I wrap up. So, guys, that was just a great, great uh gym impactful episode. I appreciate everybody's level of engagement. So remember, complete your W-4 forms accurately. Get assistance from an accountant if you need it. Don't expect your employer to know how to to um, help you or support you in completing those forms. You also don't want to share any of that, you know, private information about your finances with your employer. You don't need them up in your business uh, to know how many kids you have, how many dependents you have, or how many uh, jobs you have, because that's when bias kicks in, right? And then they start making assumptions about you or you're not able to do this job because you got too much going on and things like that. So they're not going to be your resource to ask these kinds of questions. Five Finance is a resource that that is available for you. You can also email her, I forgot to mention, at info, at fyefinance.com. And if you are uh, listening on a audio stream or the podcast platform, definitely make sure you head over to YouTube and look at the images of the W-4 form comparison from before and today. There's some good stuff on there that you're going to want to see, especially if you're a visual learner, to help guide you through completing the form complete uh, correctly. So Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back here next week. And we're going to be talking about job uh, searching. If you're looking for a job, it's an episode that's going to tell you everything you need to know about looking for a job from the job seeker perspective, which means it's going to include things that even the employers aren't going to tell you or you don't want to know. And my guest is phenomenal. So you definitely Don't want to miss that. So when you subscribe, click that notification bell so that you're informed of when we go live again. Again, thank you for your time. Happy Wednesday. And until next time, make sure you be safe.